welcome back to Tabletop Vagabonds, a D&D 5e actual play podcast set in the homebrew world of Aria. I'm Alex Wright, your D&DM. D&DM? Uh, D&DM. I'm Alex Wright, your D&DDM. Yep, both a, a master of dragons and dungeons. That's right. <laughs> and I am joined by the atomic Amy. Why, thank you. I am indeed Amy and I am atomic. And I am playing Melinda Wrenchnozzle, the Sky Gnome Warlock. And I am joined by the distinguished Dave. Thank you very much. I am Dave. I play Finn, the Lhasa Artificer. And I am joined by the coquettish Craig. Well, thank you, Dave. I don't know what that means. Enlighten us all. Alluring. Oh, hello. Hi everyone, I'm Craig. I play Volley Willowstar, the eight-year-old wild magic sorcerer, Volmane. That's not what I say. What do I know? It's vaguely say? right. Craig, the eight-year-old Volmane wild magic sorcerer, I think. Yes, yes. Is that right? Yeah. Here we go. Hi everyone, I'm Craig. I play Volley... You don't usually fuck this up. It's because so, yeah, in my so head, so all I'm thinking about is don't mess up. Do you want to do it again there, mate? Do you want to give it All right, again? shall I try it again? Shall <laughs> do I? you want to try that again, little buddy? All right, mate, I'll go again, yeah? I need to get rid of that accent first. Hello, everyone. I'm Craig. I play Volley Willowstar, the eight-year-old Volmane wild magic sorcerer. And at the start of this, I didn't have my A word, but the atomic Amy gave me an idea. Is it Therefore, <laughs> oh no, I should have just done that, shouldn't I? That been, it? <laughs> Therefore, I am joined by the autonomous Alex. For the listener listening in, can you tell us why Atomic made you think of autonomous? I don't know. Was it the okay. orbit? Alex said Atomic, my brain went, ooh, autonomous. Okay. All right. I mean, if anyone can figure it out, answers on a postcard. Maybe mm-hmm. you're thinking of the singularity or the I robots also us all. I think that Maybe. might have been used before, but somebody, one of our listeners can tell us that too. Yeah, I think it's been used before. Answers on a second postcard. Yes. <laughs> Just send us postcards. That's all we want, guys. <laughs> and our PO box is <laughs> yeah, one, can we two, get three, box, four. Please? <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Alex. I play Osric. Springforge, the I'm losing my track of who I am. Hi, everybody. <laughs> we are bad at this now. <laughs> we are very bad at this now. I mean, it's been a while. Yes. Hi, everyone. I'm Alex. I nearly slipped up again. I'm Alex. I play Osric Springforge, the fuck gnome sorcerer person. <laughs> <laughs> a new race in Aria, the fuck gnomes. He is very fuckable. <laughs> I play Osric, Spring, oh, Spring, uh, Osric Springforge, the gear gnome forge cleric. Yeah. And with me today, as ever, on his tip-top form, is the above-ground Alex, a uh, competent DM. A D&D DM. Thank you, my dear fuck gnome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, last <laughs> session. Ridiculous. And that's the podcast. <laughs> that's the podcast. Thank you for joining in. Last session, you started off in slight trouble as Osric had all his stuff and armor and things stolen by a gang of pirates and they flew off mm. leaving yeah. one slight trouble slight trouble leaving one bajani in the middle of a lake having been hypnotized by Amy no, oh yeah by i didn't like him very much did i 
No. Osmond the Bajani. Benjamin yes. the Bajani, yeah. You convinced him to pull your boat all the way downriver and lead you to Crimson Cove in hopes of getting Osric's armour back from one Billy Bones, his captain. But we didn't convince him to go by Benjamin. No. But we did convince didn't. him to start a tour guide business <laughs> called Benjamin's Tours. <laughs> you did. <laughs> With you us didn't. being his first customers. Yes. So obliged to you as his very first customers, having paid for his docking fee and offering him your boat, he has decided to give you the tour of Crimson Cove and keep you safe from various troubles slash murderers slash evil pirate killers in the cove. He told you that the town was a mix of bullywogs and pirates and led you through it to the Leaky Stein, where he said Billy Bones often spends time with his favourite lady of the night, Bessie. You then got accosted by the hookman, who sold you a very nicely engraved gold hook from a dead pirate. Why you bought that over the one with the shield or the gun, I don't know. <laughs> but you did. Um, it's almost as if you're trying to give him options to help him. <laughs> and then Osmond brought you a local delicacy called a piece of eight cake. And finally, while eating said cake, you were joined by Billy Bones, who had refused to give you your stuff back, Osric, but asked what you could do in turn for them. If I remember correctly, Billy Bones bore a striking resemblance to Prince. Billy Bones looks a lot like a purple-coated version of Captain Hook from the Disney cartoon Peter Pan, but with both hands. For now. And a twiddly moustache. Hmm. So pick up in the Leaky Stein with you all sat around the table, along with Osmond slash Benjin, and the one, the only, Billy Bones. Are you deaf? I said, what can you offer me? Well, what does a fine man like you want? Well, Mr. Bones. and he looks at the coin that he's twiddling amongst his fingers, this gold tear coin. For me, I like many things. I like... What does he like? <laughs> many things. Name one, Alex. <laughs> There's too many to name. So many. <laughs> Think of something that people like, and I like it. Yes. I like the three rules of being a pirate. Thieving, pirating, and stealing. Well, maybe we can help you uh, steal something. We're very good at that. Osric shoots a side eye at Finn after that third one. <laughs> ah, well, that is something that could come in handy. You see, and he leans in over your piece of eight cake and takes a, a chunk and eats it. I'm known about town. and I'm kind of a big deal. I'm kind, I'm kind, you get it. I'm kind of a big deal, and me and my crew here, we get along with other crews, but sometimes another crew has a better haul than the other one. And of course, we need to pay our respects to roll up with our haul. So sometimes if a crew doesn't have a good haul, they might get in trouble or kicked out of Crimson's Cove. Now, let's say that there is another captain I don't like or who seems to be getting too much haul and their bounty vanished. That could be worth something to me, maybe... That's worth more than, say, 
a bronze armor. So you want us to basically appropriate some goods to make another crew look foolish? Appropriate? That's good. Osmond, write that one down. That could be part of the three rules, yes. I mean, if it's part of the three rules, surely it would okay. be four rules. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Maybe we up our game to... F I like appropriate. It could be thieving, pirating, stealing, and appropriating. Seems kind of a mouthful, but yeah, I'm right. Yeah, I'm right. Thank you. Okay. I think that taking some uh, bounty mm -hmm. and also the acclaim that you'll get for, uh, you know, this other crew losing face, well, I think that's worth more than just some armour. I'm listening. He's twiddling the gold coin in his hand still. We'll need all of this stuff that you stole from my friend here. He stops the gold coin that clearly is from Tyr. I mean, perhaps you can have that one. Uh, okay. He uh, flips the coin into his hand and holds it and leans in with the coin perched between his thumb and forefinger. I will give you all of your friend's goodies in exchange for you bringing me back a good enough haul from the other captain that I can give that to Rowlop instead of yours and keep wealth for myself and you will get your stuff back. It, it might be that we need some of the stuff back to help us with this mission. The armour you mentioned, it's very important, you know, it helps us do our jobs. He's a weak old man without it. He needs his armor. Look at him. He's a frail wreck. And, and, and my walking stick, I, I need that to, to steady myself. It's, it's, the, it's the one in the back with the big metal base for stability. Nice try, old man, but I don't think that's going to swing it. You need to figure out a way to make this work without your stuff. However, I am not unkind here. And he clicks his fingers, puts his hand out behind him, and a pirate from the other table, a small gnome, is going to hand him a gnomish size war axe that he's going to give to you. There you go. Everyone needs a weapon. And if they capture you, maybe you can use it to end your own life to save you the torture of what they do to you. I'm not unfair. I'm not unkind. It's not particularly good looking, but it is decent and sharp enough. It is a basic one-handed axe. Osric picks it up and tests the weight in his hands and, looking around, will slam it into the table, cutting what's left of the cake in half. Well, as everyone knows, when you smash the piece of eight cake, the conversations are over, so... Yes, it is. I assume you are happy with our agreement? You'll need to tell us more about the person we need to be appropriating goods off. Also, what yeah. constitutes good haul? Well... Let's say that your armor is worth very intricate. A lot of bronze on there. And then the warhammer. Mm, yes. And the shield. Ooh, and that bird. One of a kind, I think. Yes. You can keep that one if you want. <laughs> Look here. Benjamin will vouch for us. Benjamin would stake his life on it. What? what? See? He said a complete agreement. Stunned agreement. I think you need to make me something worth the value of, let's say, 200 gold. Oh, that sounds fair. What? 
<laughs> I mean, I don't have no idea. That seems like quite a lot. How does money work here? They are pirates. We're stealing a pirate hold. Yeah. If you can get me something worth of that, then I can give, say, 20% to Rowlop, and then the 80% I can keep, and that'll be more than enough to give you back your trinkets. Who's Rowlop? Yes, I suppose you're new here, aren't you? Rowlop is... Mm, how to put it, he, you know the small tower-like island with the two bridges coming off of it in the middle of the water? Hmm... That is Rowlop's hold, house, tower, castle, whatever you want to call it. He's the leader of this Bullywog village, and it's under his protection that we all live. So you must give him little bits of gold to keep him satisfied. Why don't all the pirates just come together to get rid of Rowlop? Then you don't have to give your money to Rowlop. You can keep that extra 20%. Overthrow the bourgeoisie! The Bullywogs keep peace in Crimson Cove between the various crews. Why would we want to get rid of a system that works? Before we found somewhere such as this, we would just kill each other and maim each other and steal from each other. But now it's all very civilized. I thought you loved stealing. Well, yes, I do. But not in front of the Bullywogs. Well, why don't you just overthrow Rowlop, not steal from each other? Everyone keeps 100% of their hoard. You would be revered by all of the pirates, because they could come here and keep all of their appropriated goods. Get rid of Rowlop and not steal from each other. Yeah. I mean, you don't steal from each other now because the bullywogs will hurt you. Just don't kill each other, as you do now. Overthrow Rowlop, and then who knows? I mean, you could be mayor. You could take 20%. Billy Bones looks at Osmond and all the pirates look at each other. There's a pause of silence for a second and then it just outrageous laughter. <laughs> and this is the funniest thing. Ever. <laughs> no kidding. No, no kidding. <laughs> uh, Volley, I think if we can't just take our stuff back from these guys, we probably can't beat the guy that controls these guys. Yeah, they don't seem very strong. He's probably quite a rough customer. I, I'm just saying, you know, sometimes you've got to shake it up a little bit. You know, I'm, I'm from the Grove, and our mayor, if you like, was Vola. She, she's a god. And I said, you know what? Stick it to you. I'm going to do my own thing. And she kicked me out of the Grove. And look at me now, thriving. Yeah. Kicked you out? Yep. Eight years old and on the streets. And thriving like a G. The entire time you're telling him this, Billy Bones has been looking at Bessie, who's at the bar, looking at him and giving him a wink. Yes, yes, very fascinating. I believe our agreement here is done, so... You haven't told us who. Oh, yes, well, Marvin will deal with the details. Uh, Marvin, there you go, and he's going to walk away. Yes, yes, Marvin, there you go. Tell them, tell them who it is. Plodding over to you is the gnome who actually gave you his axe earlier. There's cake all over it now. Hello, Marvin. You right, mate? <sighs> Hello. Hey, well, you, well, you're going to do the stealing, are you? Yeah. Uh, appropriating. Ah, yes. Yeah, appropriate. I heard that, yeah. Uh, right, so listen, he's going to put his dagger into the table. So uh, there's another captain uh, by the name of Malrock Greyhead. He's, uh, he's over on the east side of town, often hangs out in the 
laughing skull. Problem with him is that they all sleep on their boat. Of course they do, because why would they not? Because that's where the hall is. We all do that. Now, in the hull of his boat, behind these metal gates, well, fences, gates, jails, whatever you want to call it, you know what I mean? The big... Well, where you normally keep the ruffians when they've had a bit too much to drink or, you know, I don't know, someone you pick up and you want to sell for slavery, that kind of thing. So behind that uh, is where he keeps all of his uh, treasure. And apparently he had a very big haul two days ago. Raulop apparently is very impressed with it. He's already given his 20%. But even off the back of that, he's got an awful lot. He raided a small trading vessel that was going over the skies. Apparently there are three of them, undefended, took everything. What you need to do is get it for our glorious leader. And then uh, we'll see about getting you back your, uh, what was it, like a suit, like a, a toupee, whatever it is. We'll, go, 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 we'll give you that back, yeah? Was it a hand, buddy? <laughs> and he elbows you, Osric. <laughs> now nah, we didn't take his hand. No, that was a little joke. Everyone, to be honest, mate, about half the people in here are missing a hand, so don't worry about it. I still think we need to see that you definitely have the stuff still. How do we know that you haven't sold it already? I believe that's what you call taking it on value of honesty. Why would we take your word as honest when you stole from us? You're a pirate. It's a very good point. It's a solid, solid point. Let me uh, rebuttal you with this one. You don't really have a fucking choice, do you? We've got your stuff. You ain't got your stuff. And this is your chance to get your stuff back. Well, sir, how would Melrock Greyhead feel if we told him about this scheme that you're planning? <laughs> I'd be pretty surprised if we're the only crew trying to steal his stuff. I'm pretty sure every crew in the entire Cribs of Cove are doing it. We're just doing it without the uh, the old bullywogs having a little eyesight over it, you know, getting them peepers, those big frog eyes away from our little miscreants. Ah, oh, so really we should tell Rollup about this then? Well, you could try, but who's he going to believe? The noble Captain Billy Bones or the four slightly strange-looking fellows with a tree? I'm not sure the word noble applies here. I think your maths is a little bit off as well. <laughs> Why you say that Billy Bones is just sitting a shanty on the table doing a little jig with uh, Bessie? <laughs> I, I feel like as much as it might be the right thing to do, coming into a pirate fortress and snitching on the guy is probably not going to get us very far. There is that age-old saying, snitches get their throats cut. I have heard that, yes. Yeah, that's the common parlance. Yeah, yeah. Well, in that case, Osric will take the axe out of the table, wipe it off, and put it through his belt, and then he will do the same with the dagger and slot it right through his belt, out of sight. One final question. Did you say which boat is his? Ah, so you must be the leader. No, I didn't. Um, uh, let me just <laughs> stop you there. Uh, let me direct you to our... Um... Uh, executive negotiator, Melinda. <laughs> Melinda's currently stuffing cake into double boxes. <laughs> I mean, Osric. <laughs> Osric is just currently glaring around at everyone in the room. <laughs> I mean, uh, Pumpkin Rock. Yes, yes, we got this. <clears throat> uh, Zag. <laughs> um, Benjin. Benjin can negotiate for us. 
Um, I feel like I'm not a middle party because I'm also members of this crew and then also you're my tour people. I think there's a conflict of interests in this negotiation, so I will have to excuse myself. Thank you. I'm not trying to negotiate, just get more details, Finn. Well, either way, you're the one who asked the most important question. Where is the money? So, out in the harbour on the east side, not too far from the tavern that they like to be in, is the Broken Soul. That is their ship. Hmm. You'll recognise it because there's a dragon on the front of the prow. And the sails, when they let them down, have a lightning bolt on black. And if we go straight there... Yes. And it takes us a couple of hours... You'd be surprised if it takes a few hours to walk across Crimson Cove. It's Well, I mean to do the whole thing and to kill them and take the hall and bring it back. Round trip situation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Where will we find you guys? Like, where's your hideout? Where's your hole? Well, you know, where do you where do you kick back? Well, if you do manage to achieve said Michione, you'd best come to our dock. Don't want to get seen by the bullywogs, you understand? Yeah, uh, uh, where is that? Right, well, where we are now, yeah. if you uh, walk out and you go off down the road, down towards the dock on this side of town, You'll see our fine vessel. Osmond will know about it. Yeah, I, I wouldn't know the way. You'll see the finest vessel in the entire of the Crimson Cove. And that's where you'll be with my friend Osric's stuff. Yep. And just, just in case we can't tell which one's the finest, any significant markings? What's on the sails? On the sails is the, uh, is the skeleton on it. It's the... Billy Bones' ship, the Dead Bones. You'll see it. Osman would know it. It's the well, it's the one that stole all your stuff, right? <laughs> the one with the red sail with the skeleton on the front. Okay. You know, she's not the biggest one out of all of them, obviously, but she's uh, what she lacks in uh, size ability, she makes up in manoeuvrability. Yeah. I see. Okay. Now, if you don't mind, uh, excuse me, can I get that? That little bit of... You might have put it in the Tupperware box. You might have got that last little bit. I'm, I'm pretty hungry. No. I suppose... It's parlay. No, parlay. I it. Part of the parlay, mate. If well, I, don't well, I haven't the, had any cake yet. Well, she's, there's about four Tupperware boxes she put down in her bag. Just get one of them. I've got some leaves oh. in, in my, my bag. Probably just eats it. <laughs> I remember that. I'll a sigh and I'll take a Tupperware out and give it to the pirate. Thank you. If I don't eat the cake, it's not a deal. You've got to eat the pieces of eight cake. Well, I, I hadn't eaten a slice yet. Right, well, good luck to you. I'm going to go join the merry little dance and jigs away to the bar. Um, I'm going to get up to leave the uh, tavern. Yep, I don't like it here anymore. Let's go yeah. get some yep. clean air. Let's go, guys. I mean, he seemed great, but we should probably uh, just carry on hanging out with Benji in here. Oh, yeah, am I... I'm not sure how the tour thing... Do I leave you now? But I'm not sure theft works in a tour situation. Do I come with you? Or... Yeah, yeah, you stick with us. Okay. It's the authentic Crimson Cove experience. Well, that's fair, yeah. Well, maybe Benjamin can stay here and make sure these guys don't, you know, do anything with Osric's stuff. I'm happy to do whatever you want me to do, really. I, yeah, It's the tour duty's guide to do what the tour people want, so... <laughs> I guess no one else has anything to say. Well, I mean, I... 
I'm very much looking for a decision at this point. <laughs> Come along, Benjin. Okay. You're with us now. I feel like I should bite my tongue, but I'm very close to telling Benjin to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I think Benjin should stay here. That's a one for stay, one for coming with you. Really. <laughs> for God's sake. Actually, I've changed my mind, Benjin. You need to start building up your business. It's a yeah. bit right, too early yeah. for you to leave your newly formed corporation That's fair. without yeah. you at the helm. Got to burn the midnight oil. I think it's in your best interest. Um, yeah, do you right. have some kind of sprite tech that we can get in touch with you, though? Should we need a ride later? Oh, uh, we don't have sprite tech here. It can be tracked. Uh, what we do have is we have the ability to talk to each other. All right. Well, we'll okay. find you. Yeah. All right. Good luck, Benjamin. Oh, we have Yell. If you want Yell, we have Yell. Okay. So, uh, what you do is you talk, but louder at people. <laughs> oh! I'm familiar with that one, too. Sounds yeah. sophisticated. It is, it is. Right, well, good luck. I'm going to start putting together a business plan, because I think that's quite important okay. to make sure the foundations are solid moving forward. And the docks are just, just that way. Just that way, yeah. I mean, if you want to go to the uh, to, to or we want to go to the east side of town, towards the, uh, the Laughing Skull... Uh, that's where they'll be. Well, that's where they'll be. If you want to go to the, the boat. The, the oldest boat, tavern yeah. in the Crimson Cove, yeah? That, that is, yeah, that, yeah. yeah. That's right. That's a Benjin Tours fact right there for you. Oh, thank you very much, Benjin. It's been my absolute pleasure to be your... <laughs> to be your tour guide. Benjin. I promised myself I wouldn't cry. I promised I promise myself. Benjin. Yeah? We'll be back and we'll bring visitors. Oh, thank you, thank you. Bloody hope not. <laughs> Good luck, my friend. Good luck. It'll be like the start of um, Raiders of the Lost Ark, where we'll be running, going like, start the engine! <laughs> start the engine! <laughs> yeah, start the engine, Jesus. <laughs> so bad. Such a dad joke. <laughs> so, sorry. Okay, so, my dear gang, what are you doing? Guess we'll head east to yeah. the Laughing Skull. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What sort of time is it now? Afternoon. Don't we need to sneak to the ship, right? We don't need to necessarily go and meet the guy we're going to steal from. Well... We should check whether he's in there. I was thinking, rather than getting into a fight with pirates, why don't we get the pirates to fight each other and then we just take the loot? Works for me. Yeah, any chance we can get out of here. I thought the glistening glades were bad, but <laughs> this place is really something else. The chaos. <laughs> Let them kill each other. Seems like a win for the world. I mean, we could always fight them. I just have to envisage all of them as the reliquary. Well, you see, what I thought we could do was go and tell the leader of their ship that Billy Bones' crew was going to come and burn their ship down tonight. So they should go and burn down Billy Bones' ship first, and then when they go to burn down Billy Bones' ship and Billy Bones' on said ship, we just sneak onto their ship, get the stuff and... But we need Osric's stuff, and that's on Billy Bones' ship. No, it... Oh, yeah. Well, when it burns down, well, bronze (laughs) doesn't burn. But it does sink. Even better. That's a good point. It does sink. Easy to get hold of. I think that getting them to fight each other is a very good idea, but burning the place where the stuff is that we need... Wait a minute. Has he just told us to go and get some stuff from the other guy, but 
their ship has been left unguarded. Why don't we so just go to Billy Bones' we... ship now while his entire crew is in that pub? And just take our stuff and leave. Let's try that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's take the airship. Wait, did they actually say it was unguarded? They said nothing of the sort. No. They yeah. Thought. Most of his crew is there. I imagine there's going to be one or two guards, nothing we can't handle. Better than a whole crew. Let's go and look at the ship and assess how busy it is. Okay. Okay. Great plan, Volley. I love the look of on the DM's face of, oh, you think you're smarter than me, do you, huh? <laughs> I built this world, motherfucker. <laughs> I, I built it, I could destroy it. <laughs> okay, so you're going to the dock nearby to go yep. to the dead bones. Dead bones, yes, indeed. We'll, we'll review it from a safe distance. Yeah. First. Well, you can, yeah, because it's kind of built in sort of steps into the stone in that horseshoe with the two bridges going to the one tower in the water. As you go through the town, you go past these rickety wooden houses and these mud huts, you see people of various races all looking suitably piratey, the occasional drunken person being thrown out, people singing little shanties to themselves, people shouting, having fun, laughing, as well as you see these bullywogs that generally seem to be keeping some form of order dragging people out, putting spears on people that are a bit too drunk, you know, these sort of things. Mm-hmm. And then when you get to what seems to be one of the docks where the ships are currently in the water, although they aren't normally airships, there's about seven of these ships in various sizes and different levels of impressiveness. And although there aren't any sails out and furled because they're not sailing, you do see a ship with painted on the side is a red circle with a skeleton on it. If you were paying more attention, you would have seen the first time that your stuff was stolen. But obviously, well, a lot was going defense, on in my defense, I was drowning. Yes, exactly. But you do recognise the symbol that he mentioned. And in my defence, I wasn't paying attention. Oh, so it's not a big ship then? No, it's sort of medium-sized. It's definitely not one of the most impressive ones, and it's not the worst ones either. It's kind of an average piratey sized mm-hmm. ship. So it's basically clear that these guys aren't, like, the best pirates, but they're also not the worst. Yeah, exactly. We got robbed by average pirates. Mm-hmm. And how busy does it look? The dock isn't busy, because most people are out in the town celebrating, enjoying life. There are, every single ship seems to have a guard of about It varies. The bigger ones have maybe 10, 15. The smaller ones have maybe two or three. And the medium ones have sort of five or six. The dead bones that you can see seems to have about four people on deck. One down on the platform carrying boxes on board. And maybe there are more inside the ship. You don't know. Mm -hmm. There are other ships around. There are people around. It's a hustle and bustle. It's It's not not a hustle and bustle. It's more lazily evening People who don't really want to be there are just keeping watch on the ship. Most of them are... Drunk. (laughs) Yeah, they are guarding the ships, but they're not in full defence mode, right? They're just there going about their daily jobs, washing the deck, carrying on boxes. For example, if we were to get into a full-on fight on the deck of their ship, the other people on the other ships would notice. Yes, absolutely, 100%. Yeah. If you wanted to sneak onto these ships, you'd have to sneak and do it via the water or convincing them to get you on board or whatever. You couldn't just start a fight, middle of the stock. Yeah. Mm. I think we still get the other pirates to burn it down. I mean, Volley, I'm quite surprised at you for 
fire being your first option. You, oh, you I, hate I have, fire. I have no intention of ever going near the fire <laughs> to be burnt. But if it sinks, I am fairly certain I could get your stuff back. What do you think, guys? Well, w- without my armour, my naturally sneaky gnome body will carry me through the gates and we're away. Maybe. So you want to sneak on board? I am a very lucky gnome. We all know this. Wait, are you? No. (laughs) (laughs) Although I will say I will greatly enjoy burning this whole cove to the ground. So if we want to turn every pirate at one another, then I am all for it and we run screaming, laughing like maniacs out of the cove, never to look back. Because I hate this place. But what if you don't get your stuff back? I do not like this place. I will happily build my own suit of armour. I did it once. I'll do it again (laughs) to see the world burn to the ground. Are you saying we never needed to come here in the first place? (laughs) I get what you're saying, but I think we could probably just about survive with making enemies of one pirate crew. I don't like our chances of making enemies of every single pirate. Osric is currently wearing a, a dirty white shirt and some breeches with an axe and a dagger tucked into his belt. He looks the most like a pirate he has ever looked in his entire life. <laughs> he is ready for this. <laughs> well, it seems like burning is the option then. Well, no, burning all the ships is the op- is what I was advising against. Burning their ship is still on the cards. Okay. I suppose another option is we could tell this crew that the other crew is coming to get them, and we don't know where Billy is, but we overheard it in the lucky coin, whatever that other place is called. Laughing Skull. The Laughing Skull, thank you, Melinda. And then surely one or maybe two will leave, and then we can... We could just kind of do our thing. <laughs> what is our thing in this scenario? Hijack the boat. We do need to get away from here. Then we got a fancy pirate ship. And we won't just park it in the woods for the tier enforcers to blow up. (laughs) (laughs) So mostly we need a ship to get out of here and Osric's stuff back. And that we can get from this ship here, the dead bones. Yes. Oh, so we take my stuff and just steal it. Take the whole ship. They might chase us and... We have proven ourselves as competent ship pilots. (laughs) We have, have we, Osric? Yes. That's why I remember you released a load of ants. <laughs> Collective we. I meant our crew. Well, all those in favour say aye. 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 And that is where we're going to end our session. <laughs> oh, brilliant. I feel like you're going to just end up fucking killing us out of sheer spite at some point. 95% of it is us discussing how not to do what you want us to do. Me hearties, it be the outro now. <laughs> and I'm joined by. Volley want a cracker? <laughs> Volley want a cracker? Volley want a cracker? And I'm joined, as you can hear, by me hearties, Amy and David. Hey guys. Hey. Ahoy. Ahoy, nice. Avast. So, how is Pirate Times? As ever, Amy's having a lovely time. Melinda, really, could you sue with like a regular city where there's full supplies, a library, 
Uh, she, you know, she needs more ink for her sprite camera. Like, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot of like home comforts that she can do with. <laughs> when was the last time that Melinda felt comfortable in her surroundings? Probably while we were warring in tears. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Well, the meal and that bit, the boring. <laughs> when, we, when we found Osric's slaughtered family. <laughs> <laughs> wow, damn. Okay. <laughs> Finn, how are you settling into pirate life? I think Finn's settling into it well. He's got some potential ideas up his sleeve uh, as to where, where he would like to take his uh, newfound talents as a burgeoning pirate. So, obviously, you guys were tasked to go steal treasure from... <laughs> one pirate and instead mm-hmm. we ended up I should have seen this coming really deciding to steal the boat and all your stuff back from Billy Bones's ship while he's off yeah. at the pub celebrating it just seemed like a much more direct route to what we were trying to get to it's like uh, if you've fair. got your, your goal right in front of you are you going to walk the windy path or are you just going to smash through that door and take that armor and we think this is a smart move do we I mean... It's a move. <laughs> probably not a smart move. I've only agreed with it, so... I feel like it would be out of character for our group to do smart moves. David, why don't you tell the world where they can learn more about Tabletop Vagabonds? You can find us at tabletopvagabonds.com. Or you can also find us, Amy... On Instagram, at tabletopvagabonds. That's right. And who does the sound, Alex? The sound, otherwise known as the audio that you are hearing at this exact second. <laughs> the mixing. Is, the mixing is done by the one, the only, Sir Matthias of Birchius, first of his name, last of a generation, husband to a murdered wife, father to a murdered son, and he will have his revenge. And you can find out how he has his revenge on matthewbirch.co.uk. <laughs> <laughs> It is just a site <laughs> built for revenge. It's just, it's just so much, so much revenge, but I only mean, done through the medium of audio. That's our yeah. next one shot, I think. <laughs> that's all from us today. We'll see you next time. Next time. Next time. Next time.